Hello. Yo. Hi. Got Ryan and Sam. And Abe, you just wake up from a nap? Uh, about like 30 minutes ago. And then I had a little, you know, a little, uh, not a half bad little dinner, a little quick, a little quick. You sound limper than normal. You sound limp. <laughs> <laughs> limp? Yeah. Isn't that one of my sound, words? You, limp? Yeah, it is. I'm, I'm, turning it, I'm turning it around on you. I definitely could sense the weakness in his voice. Yeah, doesn't he sound weak? You should, see, you should see the look on my face right now, too. I bet it's great. I bet whatever you're wearing too is like really put together. <laughs> are, you, are you wearing one of those pear shirts where it's just it's all holes? <laughs> the Tennessee tear shirt. I'm wearing a Guns N' Roses Appetite for Destruction shirt, and then right, you've yeah. seen some of Abe's sleeping attire, right? Oh yeah, switch. You've seen some of those shirts, like they're just a couple. It, it, looks, it looks like something Kip Winger wore on tour, like it's just yeah, a couple right. of spring. like, like uh, Brutus the Barber Beefcakes outfit. Yeah. Like one piece of like one strand of thread. Just like <laughs> that's all that's left. I'm also wearing uh, pajama pants, Sam, that your wife bought me for Christmas like five years uh, ago. Very good. I think she bought me these. Sure those Every, were the for special. some reason, for some reason, she what's that? I'm sure those were the Marshall special. <laughs> it is them. funny when you get clothes for Christmas because you know that they they got it on some sale rack. Oh, absolutely. Of course. I mean, but yeah. Rachel, I will say she does pick out nice stuff for you because she likes to improve your dated look. <laughs> My dated look? <laughs> I, don't, I don't mean that. I don't have a dated look. No, no. I, and I, I, I don't mean it as insult because, like I said, you, we, we, <laughs> we've had this conversation before where you wear, you know, like Ryan, I think Ryan, you said that like Abe definitely has his own style. It's not in style, but he does wear it well. Right? <laughs> No, no, that's a compliment. That's not, not an insult. It's a compliment. It's a that compliment. is a compliment. No, it's a it, it's a compliment because a lot of people have their own style and it looks bad. But your style fits you well. Oh, good. Thanks. I think what I think what that's I what I'm saying. Said, I think what I may have said, <laughs> and we don't need to harp on this because we've talked about it a dozen times. But I, I I think what I said and what I what I intended to say was that Abe <clears throat> he does not run the risk of ever going. Out of style. That's a that's a nicer way to put it. Yeah. Yeah, because like you'll look at old pictures of Sam wearing a vest and a Von Dutch hat, and then we can have a good laugh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whereas and all I'm my old pictures, I'm wearing exactly what I'm wearing in 2015. Right. No, it's literally exactly the same. Piece yeah, of clothes. you wore the same jeans and t-shirt in right. you know seventh grade as he wears now. <laughs> that's fine. But Abe, you know, it it works, and it's exactly. it doesn't really ever take that. And a lot of, I mean, most times you look back at pictures of yourself and you're like, why was I wearing a silver silk shirt? (laughs) (laughs) And Abe's there in a, just a plain black tee and jeans and you're like, God, you know, he might have caught, he he might have caught flack for it, but looking back, he always looks good. It's like Jobs. It's like Steve Jobs. Like he has a uniform that works for him. (laughs) (laughs) It almost almost becomes timeless. It does. It almost becomes timeless. It is. Like, you never, never change. They've always wore that same black T-shirt and jeans. The one, you probably just have one of each. No, I have, I have like, 500 T-shirts. Or it's like Mr. Rogers' Closet. It's, like, 500 of the same tattered jeans and 500 <laughs> of the same black T-shirt. Just keep wearing it. Uh, and then before before we got started, Sam was, uh, what did you say, Sam? You were ripping on me about hanging out with Ryan? No, I just said when are you when are you guys beginning your week long date? When does that commence? I don't know when God. you're leaving for LA. Well, the funny, week the fun, long date. The funny part is I just added another night. Oh, no! When are you leaving? I I, I forgot honestly. 
I'm leaving uh, tomorrow. No. Oh. A week from Thursday. A week from a week from. And I'm not coming back yeah, till Monday, so I'm gonna have four full nights out in Los Angeles. Looking forward. Hey, what am I gonna be at it that night? Yeah. What are we gonna do that Sunday, Ryan? I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know what we're gonna do what night, but I think I got us all taken care of at the uh, at the Dresden. And I heard that Ryan already has inquiries about me from all the lady folk in town. I bet there have there have been there were, honestly and Sam. I'm not. I'm not saying this. I. Uh, I won't say who necessarily because I, you know, I don't want to, don't want to get anyone in trouble. But there were some, there were some inquiries. They heard I might be coming into town, and they wanted to see what my, uh, what my four one one was. Well, I'm hoping for yep. a full report when you uh, return. And now that I've uh, added this extra night, Ryan, who knows what could happen? Oh yeah, no, the sky's the limit. That gives me more leeway now, because like, okay, let's say, let's say I, I branch off with one of them, right, or whoever this right. individual might be. Then now I have extra time as opposed to oh yeah we we had a very tight schedule before <clears throat> right yeah and no, adding that and gives you Ryan's, a, lot of, a lot of room Ryan's girlfriend's sister has a hookup at the only place I want to go to when I'm there right so the, what is that the Dresden from uh, Swing Ryan just mentioned that he said he had a, he had that taken care of yep yeah you weren't, weren't, you weren't listening one. very well no, oh, was, no 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 that was that, that was Abe's one request is that we go to the Dresden. Yeah. Uh, and see where they, you know, they shot swingers, and uh, it turns out Jill's sister knows the, the family that owns it. So, yeah, we're all, we're all connected. We're good. Very good. It's be a nice little. Now, trip. Jill's sister, uh, she's a friend um, as well. Well, she's obviously her sister, so yeah. Yeah, no, she doesn't like <laughs> stay with you guys, does she? Or no, no. Okay. No. Yeah, you know, Ryan has a brother too named Kevin. He's also a friend. <laughs> well, no, I, I mean, I guess that, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes, I don't know if, like, she hangs out or if she lives in another, you know, well, obviously she has the hookup and she must live, Yeah. So, uh, I'm just rambling on today. It's all right, Sam. Is she a friend? No, it's her, it's her sister. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, I'm that douchebag. Oh, God. Get out of here. Go to L.A., please. I'll be going next week. Yeah, yep. fucking good. Go, be a nice little trip. Yeah, well, what what else, what else what else do we have planned, Ryan? Um, I mean, I definitely want to. I definitely, I mentioned last week. I definitely want to go to Santa Monica and see the Santa Monica Pier. Yeah, uh, not just like see the pier, but like you know, spend a little time there, go to the beach, grab some food. You know, nice little day, nice little afternoon. Ain't not bad. Are you, you guys going to be together the whole time, like morning, noon, and night? I mean, I, I I doubt it'll be inseparable. I don't think. Well, don't you have to fit. work? Don't you have to work some of that time? There will probably be a day or two where I have to I have to go to work for a little bit. But yeah, I mean, I can always I can have some leeway. And but like, are you going to wake up and wake him up, and you guys are going to have breakfast? No, I'm not going to wake okay. Abe up. God. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wake up! Wake up! No. Hey, hey. I don't. I don't know what kind of trip this is. I mean, is Abe going to have some time to? Freelance, as he would say, or is he going to just yeah, be like on schedule? I actually no, have my own car. They say it'd be like um, Chevy Chase, like the, the vacation movies, where like you have this like strict schedule, and Abe has to <laughs> hit all these milestones. No, it's not going to no. be that at all. Although I will say, I've been doing some more cooking lately, so I may there may be a morning wow. or two where I, I wake Abe up with a fresh scent of Ooh, bacon? cooking bacon. Yeah. Nice. Oh, that'd be great. Excellent. Yep. Can't wait! I can't wait! You know what that reminds me of? You know that you, 
Sam, Sam, you do know that the, the invite is open to you too. So no, I appreciate turn? it. Yeah, no, I, uh, I I appreciate that. I actually can't make it out, but um. <laughs> no, I, I don't yeah. fine. I don't no, I'm get, I would love to come. Hey, why are you laughing? Hold on. Hey, why are you laughing? I, uh, why I can't make funny? it this time. Well, no, I honestly, I can't make it next week. Um, I remember when uh, Ryan did invite me first, actually. Um, oh. And then um, when I said I couldn't make it, then he invited you as a mercy invite. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. No, that's actually not true. No, I, Ryan, I do appreciate the open invite, though. I really do. Yep. No you know that reminds me, uh, Ryan, Ryan. Sam asking you if you're waking me up. Do you remember Sludge's rules for taking naps? Yeah, it was uh, only a nap. It's a nap. It's considered a nap if you're outside of the covers, right? <laughs> yeah. So he would never put the blanket on when he was taking a nap. <laughs> and and his rule when take. I swear, because I, I, him and I were roommates in Richmond. His rule for taking a nap was he would play Pantera. Really loud. Yeah. I'm like, what kind, how yeah. is it? How is it a nap? You're listening to Pantera super loud. Like God, turn that shit down. <laughs> how do you? How do you fall? It wasn't low either. It was loud. Remember that? Because when you visited Ryan, it's before I lived with him. We were ripping on him because we were in that molester bedroom, the clown bedroom with oh, the two twin beds, God. and. So in between, in between, and the molester bedroom ended up becoming my bedroom, by the way. Yeah. So the molester bedroom, the way Sludge had it set up, was in the back corner, and then there was a whole living room kitchen area, and then his bedroom was on the other side. The Pantera <laughs> yeah. was so loud that we were able to hear it in the molester bedroom. And it was annoying to us wide awake. Like, we were playing Madden or something, and we were like, God, turn that shit down. Yeah. And Sludge is... He's just blowing. He's got a sleep cap on, just snoring. <laughs> and the best is when Sam was over. Do you remember? We won't get into too much detail, Sam, what happened, but remember what happened when we were playing Madden? I think we were, weren't we just, oh, yes. I, I, I think here, here's, here's, here's all I'll yep, say is no, that I, Sludge, I, I, Sludge has thin walls, and there was, that was uh, ridiculous. He wasn't, in there, he wasn't in his room alone. Oh. And the one I was just saying there was, a, there was some very limp sounds. And, and the one thing I remember is, ugh. That was so uncomfortable. God. That was so uncomfortable. I'll do my best. I'm going to go out of my way to make sure that Abe doesn't catch wind of any of that up up here. No, but Ryan, believe me, it it wouldn't be anything like we heard on that fateful afternoon. (laughs) We were yelling. We were screaming at each other. It's just funny that Sludge didn't care. We were screaming playing Madden. He brings... Uh, whoever in the room, and then like uh, two minutes later, here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> that was That's that awesome. was a limp sound, but it is funny. He like, I mean, it was really only like one drive, and it was over. Like, yeah. you know, one drive, one like you know, four dollars. Oh, yeah, it was in and out, like out the <laughs> yeah. door. See you later. I I haven't even I hadn't even kicked the field goal yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're like, all right, we're going to go take a nap, too. We just yeah. stopped playing. It was so disgusting. Like, what are you supposed to do in that situation? Like, if uh, I- Dude, I don't know. That's a great question. I yeah. guess it's it's almost like a, a mutual thing. If you and Sam are sitting there screaming at each other, fuck you, playing Madden, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's almost what, what you And, and Ryan, when, when Abe and I play Madden, it's, it's very loud and obnoxious. Yeah. 
So that's what I'm saying. I mean, you guys, it almost serves you right to have heard that. You know, it's like you <laughs> like it taught us his. a le- <laughs> it taught us a lesson. Yeah, you guys ruined his experience, so he's gonna ruin yours. It was a lot. It was a lot higher pitch than that. No, it was like. Huh. Yeah. It was like. Eh. <laughs> 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 we have to get sludge on. Oh, he said. He said. Um, the reason why he takes naps over the covers is because if you wear the blanket, he said he feels like he's sick. Because he said the only time he lays in bed during the day with the blanket on is when he's sick. God, what, what, a sight. what, what if you're? What are you saying? What, what? what a sight! <laughs> but what if you're cold? Yeah, I mean that's his rule. I don't necessarily think that applies. I mean. But if I he was know. freezing cold, he still wouldn't put the blanket on just because that's not the nap rules. I don't know. Anytime you have rules for sleep, like, I don't, I think there are times in life where you don't need rules and sleeping is one of them, right? I mean. Yeah, you just do it. You just do it as disgusting as you as you would normally do it. Just do what you do what's right. Do what feels, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know if anyone's like checking off a checklist of how you slept. And I mean, who, All right. who, who's making. Make yeah. sure the covers are tight. Tighten them up <laughs> on the sides. Yeah. Can you imagine him setting up that nap, tightening it up? Have you ever been in a hotel room? <laughs> you ever been in a hotel room where the blanket's just like super tight, where you have to like rip it off to get it off? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's yeah. how tight he keeps his bed. <laughs> God. <laughs> Man, that's of- crazy. You guys live together. That, that is that's really crazy. That it, was, it weird. was for like over a year, wasn't it? Yeah, like a year and a half or something. Jeez. And that is funny, Abe. When you and I stopped, you, you and I both went out there to hang with him. And I think were you driving back from Miami? Yeah. So I drove from Miami to Richmond. You you nice enough, nicely enough, flew from Chicago to Richmond, I believe, and then you drove back with me. That was very nice of you. Right. Yeah. Thanks. And I then did a Sam and then Sam did the same thing. Um, when I moved back to Chicago from Richmond, he flew out to Richmond and drove back. That's very nice of you two gentlemen. Pretty, yeah, thanks. But, and you and I went, that was the first time we were there, and we were making fun of that bedroom and how, like, why Sludge just had this plain, nothing on the walls, just one twin bed, or two twin beds, yeah. each positioned under a window, like a, a <laughs> tiny little, like a little rape window or something. It, just, it wasn't like a proper working window. Either. It was like a molester like, room. Yeah, and... There was like one piece of art in there, and it was like a clown crying or something. <laughs> <laughs> like if you if you found out that John Wayne Gacy took his victims in there, you'd be like, "Oh yeah, that makes sense." Oh yeah, that that checks out. Yeah, that would make total sense. And then that ended up being your bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <for> like, <laughs> exactly. Uh, you know what's funny? Speaking of sludge, uh, the UFC was here. Was it Sam? When did we go last week? Last Saturday? Uh, this yeah, the, a couple days ago. Oh, yeah, a couple on, days ago. Uh, Saturday night. So we had Misha Tate in studio. Yeah. And Sludge sent me a text and he said, uh, is Misha was Misha hot in person? And I said, Yeah. I was actually just making out with her in the bathroom. And then he wrote back, What? Really? How how could you how could you ever believe that? Right. That Misha Tate would come in. To do an interview while she's cutting weight, and then she just decided to go in the bathroom with me. And and, and of all places, the, why would she go in the bathroom? Right. At the radio station where she's there with handlers to do an interview. She's there with a film crew 
filming yeah. that UFC Embedded show. <laughs> which, by the way, I was on that show. If you go on uh, UFC yeah. Embedded, I forgot which episode it was, but I put it, go on my like Facebook and everything. I posted it. That was pretty funny. I saw that. That was a nice little cameo. That you know good. what's hilarious about it too, Ryan? I purposely said, right? Okay, so I saw the camera in the green room. I said, hey, UFC Embedded is here. That is the finest show on TV. Then I saw him again. I said, oh, wait. This is UFC Embedded. Then I said it again. When he walked in the studio, I'm like, UFC Embedded. And then during the show, I'm like, hey, just so you guys know, UFC Embedded. Is- so I, I did it on purpose so that they'd put us in, and it worked. It worked oh, like yeah, a charm. Dude, smart. You know what that is? That's like when you uh, see someone at a sporting event, like a baseball game. Let's say, uh, you know, let's say a bit like the Sox are playing on WGN. Someone yeah. takes a sign to the game that says World's Greatest Network. Exactly. Like they spell, right. exactly. They pull up a sign, you know, or uh, I mean, whatever. They'll spell out anything like, yeah, like CBS, yeah, NBC, yeah, yeah. ESPN, excellence, serving people exactly. nationwide or something. Right. Exactly. Is it really worth selling your soul like that just to get a flash on camera? And they're really not even going to. All you might see is the top of your head. They're really just trying to zoom in on that sign. No, they actually used me. They had me asking a couple questions, actually. No, no, I'm talking about oh, ESPN, ESPN. point about these signs. Yeah, probably not. That 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 is pretty embarrassing. Oh, NBC, Nation Broadcasting, congratulations. Like, it just, it just doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> that would be a terrible representation of the acronym, but yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It usually doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Nation Broadcasting, congratulations. Or like, <laughs> like WGN, like, we got nachos or something. You know, like I mean, it's usually something. It's not. It's not usually the actual. Yeah, right. You know, but it's usually something clever. On like what Abe just came. Totally. Right. Right. Like that was like the worst rush job. If that was like they wouldn't have put that on camera. <laughs> what does it say? Every station, people, nationwide. What? Yeah, just put it on. Just put anything. Anything that has our name on. Just do it. But it makes no sense. Do it. Camera three, get a nice tight shot on that sign. Camera three, camera three, zoom in on that sign. But I, but it makes it those crazy. Zoom in. Just talking about talking about the TV stuff. I, so like last week, I went out and saw. Um, I got a tour of the Broken Skull Ranch where Stone Cold Steve Austin filmed his show. Yeah, that Broken Skull Challenge. And then like two days later, I saw that the entire crew walked off. You think it's because of yeah, you? Was it, it was like some union issue or. I guess, I don't know, it just made me think of when Abe was talking about the producers calling shots in the truck, like, it was just bizarre, man, everyone was happy. When you were there with Stone Cold, like, like, giving everybody stunners, or? <laughs> yeah, well, that's probably what did it, a hostile work environment. We're sick of being stunnered. <laughs> yeah, honestly, like, so, I mean, I said, well, you guys have to drink, and they said, oh, you should have brought your own water, all we have here are cans of whoop-ass. And then they kicked you in the stomach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was a miserable place to work. But uh, honest to God, like, everyone was happy. Everyone we talked to, they're like, oh, he's the greatest boss. He's great. We l- we'll never leave this show. Yeah, but is that what they say about every show? Before I love you, Ryan. When we had him on the show, he seemed really cool. Yeah, no, it was great. I mean, he was great. He, he was awesome. I mean, he's one of those guys who, and my brother and I went, and Kevin and I were commenting how great it would be to be able to speak like him and face no consequences. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> that, that's true. You know what I mean? Like, I think about that honestly, all the time. Like the way Dusty he, Rhodes he, was able to call, you know, have that swagger to his cadence. Like he called, what up? Hey, baby. Stuff like that. But Stone Cold <laughs> in another way. Like the way he talks. Dude, ex- 
Exactly. And he can he could be anywhere. He could be at the store, and he could find someone like a a, a, a kid stocking produce, and he'd be like, "Let me get a couple of them damn tomatoes." <laughs> <laughs> and like <laughs> that doesn't raise an eyebrow. That wouldn't yeah. that wouldn't throw any sort of flag. Toss me over be, a couple of those gimmicks. Give me a couple of those gimmicks <laughs> over here. Could you, could you imagine having the freedom to go anywhere? Yeah. You want? Like pull up to a pull up to you know whatever drive through you're frequenting, Abe, and be like. Let me get a, a damn number two and throw in some, uh, for the hell of it, throw in some fries and let me, you know, just, just say whatever you want and everyone would be like, oh, ha ha ha, right away, Mr. Austin. Yeah, exactly. It'd be awesome. He can literally say whatever he wants. I, 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 that's what I came away like it's with. Basically, like, it's basically expected that he's going to ask for things in that manner and it's fine. Yeah. yeah and that's how he talks. Like, literally, yeah. when no cameras are on, no one's paying attention, that's how he talks. <laughs> it's an amazing gift that he's created for himself to have that character, that persona. Don't you ever right, see? Because it's hardly a character at all, right? I mean, like it kind of is just him being himself. Well, yeah, but he's also you also get the sense after watching him that, like, <clears throat> you know, because he's got a producer in his ear, so he knows enough about TV. He's not just like a dumb redneck. Like he he's an entertainer in the same way that like Ryan Seacrest or Mario Lopez are. It's not like the same type. But he understands what his right. role is. You know what I mean? He knows what he's doing. And if they say, all right, Steve, hold on, you know, pause. We're going to pull out for the, uh, the jib arm shot. We've got the, the crane shot coming in. On my count, dude, let's do that intro again. You know, he knows where all that shit means. He's listening to them, and he understands TV production. Yeah. So he's not, like just, he's not just, like, drunk out there just <laughs> doing whatever. <laughs> he gets it. He, he does it all very professionally, but he slips in and, you know, out of that. I, I, it's hard to tell what's a persona and what's like him just being a good branding businessman. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Did you talk to him at all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did he say, uh, "What are I you mean, doing here, kid?" And they like kicked you in the face? No, I mean he was like, <laughs> he, it, it wasn't. It wasn't like we were hanging out, you know, like at a bar talking about nothing. He was like, you know, he was still showing. He's like, "Yeah, here's the skull buster," and like talking <laughs> about like the different courses and stuff. I mean. It was all, like, show-related. It wasn't, you know, oh, yeah, where are you working now? It wasn't that type of stuff. You guys didn't shoot the shit about wrestling? No, we didn't. No. Although, if the Hogan stuff... Had I was going really, to say, man, you just, you just, you were just a little premature for that, weren't you? Because I know. Yeah. It was a couple days before that you had, you had went out there. Yeah. God, if that would have you been... At all, you at all regret that push to get unblocked by Hogan? <laughs> no, you know what? I, I honestly, now that he's in a low position, I feel like I'm in a, a, a bigger power position with the Hulkster now. Yeah, because now, now I think he, I don't think he would block. Yeah, anyone. I noticed now when you talk shit about him on Twitter, you don't actually use his um, his handle, which is exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Hogan, you know Hogan doesn't, doesn't get why he got fired because someone tweeted. Hey, Barack Obama said the same thing. He said the N-word on a podcast. But there's a difference between <laughs> saying saying the N-word in in the middle of commentary and, and then actually... context yeah. on a political well, and, Exactly. And, and Obama wait, wait. was talking about the word not being used anymore. And right. and Obama didn't say the word uh, after saying the word fucking. Right. <laughs> He's fucking... <laughs> right. Exactly. Absolutely. And so that leads me to believe one of two things. Either that Hulk Hogan is the most staunch Republican and is one of those types who sees Obama in a negative context and just retweets it. No, no, no. Or that he's an insane... No, I understand that. I'm saying that's, 
that's option one or option two is that he's an insane racist and doesn't understand the, the error of his ways. No, I think there's option three where he just sees anyone saying anything and he thinks the N word, no matter how it's used, it's all the same. Well, I think so, it shows yeah. you the level of his intelligence because I was talking to one of you guys about how the fact that his best friends, the people running to his defense are Tito Ortiz and Dennis Rodman. And it's a, kind of like <laughs> the company you keep tells people something about, you know, who you are as a person. And, like, he's obviously hanging out with the two biggest idiots in America. He can't be very intelligent. It is funny how I have a completely different stance, though. When Donald Sterling did it, I'm like, what a piece of garbage. I'm like, what? I can't believe Donald Sterling. So they need to get rid of him immediately. Then with the Hulkster, I'm like, well, you know, if all of us were secretly recorded, there'd be some stuff we wouldn't want out there, too. And I'm I'm trying to make excuses. like that. No, I know, but I'm just trying to make excuses, any kind of excuses I can think of for the Hulkster. Totally. Uh, no, you know, I, I, yeah. you know uh, I don't know, Virgil came out and said no one's ever done more for him than Hulk Hogan, so maybe we should <laughs> give him a pass, brother. Virgil. You know what, though? I don't, I don't know if you guys saw, but today, more more tape leaked than the, today's tape was, I, maybe they're doing like themes. Like, today's tape was full of, like, homophobic slurs. Oh, I no! Know, I, know, like, I didn't see that. Yeah, like he had, he made a bunch of homophobic slurs on, on today's tape. So maybe like <laughs> tomorrow he'll address Asians and yeah. he'll address women on Thursday. I, I don't know, but that, the, that I don't midgets. think choir is, is. They said there's more to come, so they keep oh, teasing God. like another chapter in this. So but wait, there's no audio like, yet, right? There's a lot of shit out there. There's no audio yet, right? It's still just transcripts. No, there is audio. I, as far as I know, I mean, I didn't. I'm I. I know that there's a a very long version of this that they have, that they're leaking out bit by bit. And the part that was leaked today, and I don't know if they leaked the audio, but the transcript was full of all kinds of homophobic slurs. <laughs> and he also said, like, oh, and one more request, he told um, his uh, Bubba's wife, who was his mistress in the video, he said, make sure that if I'm sick, Linda doesn't get to come see me when I'm dying. He's like, it's the last thing I want. He's like, my last request is that my wife, my wife is not here to see me when I'm dying. Well, no, he was divorcing. She... He was ready right. to force but, but who, like, who makes that request? <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> and the, the last thing I was going to say about his Twitter is it looks different now that he's signing all of his tweets HH. That was for a long time. That was always, I thought that was his initials, but now yeah, it's like a swastika. No, you know what it that is, That could Ryan. be a, a Heil Hitler. Exactly. <laughs> 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 he needs to change it to just like. T- Terry Terry Hulk Hogan T H No, you know, like Ryan said, he needs to just delete Twitter and like shut the fuck up for a year. That's what he needs to do. Yeah. <laughs> because the more he opens his mouth, the worse the worse it's getting for him. Yep. And you guys saw the thing really too, is. where where people were were like sending pictures with them and Drake, and they're like, "Yeah, this is my mate and I, brother, and we're black, and, and we support you." <laughs> and he was retweeting all these like he like pictures of like uh, Omarion or something or Snoop Dogg. Yeah, this is my buddy. Just like, just any. It's right now is a great time Honestly, to be a, dude, a black should, Hulkamaniac. I have a picture. I, I was just thinking, like, I have a picture of Akon. I should send him a picture of me and Akon. And say, this is me and my friend. We love you. You should do it. See what happens. <laughs> Thanks, sure. brother. One love. Heil Hitler. Yeah. H-A. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's funny. I saw something where, like, obviously someone did a, a it was a joke, you know, a, a picture they had doctored where they, they pixelated out Hogan standing next to Andre the Giant in the ring at WrestleMania 3. So it was just Andre staring at, like, this mess of pixels. You can tell it was Hogan, but like they're digitally editing him out. <laughs> you know, like if they recut No Hope Bar to where Zeus wins. 
You know what though? Is it WWE? You know, it's funny, but it, it makes you think though. It's like they. It looks like they definitely want to erase him from history, at least for the time being. Kind of like what happened with yeah, Chris yeah. Benoit, which is silly. But it's hard, you know. You could erase Chris Benoit from history, but you cannot erase the man who basically was synonymous with wrestling for 15 years. And Hogan didn't right. kill anyone either. I mean, he's just racist and homophobic. Right, but I mean, like he's be, the WWE has completely wiped his presence off of their website entirely. I mean, he's completely yeah. gone. It makes no sense, though. Yeah. So, so if you go back on the network and watch WrestleMania three, he's not in it. No, he is. He is. I, I was watching. I, I went back and was looking, and there, there are definitely. You can search Hogan on the network. Just their website. Okay, wait, like, hang on though. So, meanwhile, this week on the WWE Network is Click Week, which is about like DX and all those guys. And they did a famous segment where X Pac was in blackface as Mark Henry, and yeah, Vince McMahon used the N word. And oh, Triple yeah, H publicly. There's, there's, there's a long history. Triple of H, hang on, hang on. Triple H publicly supported Floyd Mayweather after he beat Pacquiao, and that Michelle Beadle even said, "You know what? I can't watch WWE anymore for their love of Mayweather." And he still. They even mentioned Mayweather the other day. What's worse, getting convicted of beating your wife or saying homophobic and well, racial I, slurs, which is bad. What Mayweather did is worse, but it. You know what? It's like that's a him supporting Mayweather as a fan. I mean, doesn't look as bad as Hogan using. Uh, racial epithets every five seconds on a 20, <laughs> 20 minute long recording. Yeah. Oh, 20 and minute long the sex tape um, that he did with some day, low life's wife. <laughs> at the end of the day, it's all about money for them. And if they were, if they stood to lose money, you know, publicly, a publicly traded company, exactly. if it's going to hurt them financially, they ha- that's all it comes down to. They've supported some shitty people. Unfortunately, none of them are, are were higher profiles where it's going to cost the company money. Hogan was an active judge on one of their current shows. Yeah, tough enough, which is actually I on mean, today, right? Which which would lose a ton of sponsors if they kept him. You know what I mean? It's, it's all financial decisions, stuff like this. They've supported way worse people, but those people were never in the position to cost them money. Yeah, they said that the stock went down like $50 million. Like it went down yeah, a certain exactly. amount of money, which is equivalent to $50 million. Right, and that's that's uh, that's the day they got rid of him. Imagine if they kept him. Yeah, you know I, 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 you're absolutely right. I mean, publicly traded companies, you know, you cannot be affiliated with anybody that's controversial. If you, I mean, you can, but then you risk losing all of your sponsorships, which will basically implode your company. Right. I think he should just start shaking his arms though, because all of his great comebacks start with him shaking his arms. <laughs> 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 I mean, I, I firmly believe that if he went away and just shut up for a year. Yeah. You know, in America, people do tend to forgive, uh, you know. Yeah, but what about Chris? Shit. How do you come back from that, though? Look at Kobe Bryant. I mean, you know, he was forgiven. A, a yeah, lot but of he didn't, conv- he didn't get convicted of anything. Well, Hogan hasn't been convicted of anything either. Well, we have a tape of him saying the N-word and homophobic stuff. Yeah, we have a tape of Kobe and maybe cheated on his wife. And you know what, brother? My point is, is One thing I really hate are people people who are missing limbs, brother. My point is, is what Hogan did is atrocious as what he said was. It's definitely, he could redeem himself. He really can. And if he just goes away and lets, you know, kind of lets, um, you know, you let cooler heads prevail, people will forgive you. He's still an iconic figure in the industry. He could come back and, you know, I mean, you know. No, you're, you're right. It, it happened with Paula Dean. I mean, she's not at the level she was before her right. N-word scandal broke, but she's, I think she might have a show again. and like Right, it wasn't on the videos of her, like, blackface. She had said the N-word a couple times in the kitchen or something. It was like in a deposition that it came out that she used the N-word. Right. 
And now she, you know, now she had like an interview a couple weeks ago on one of the morning shows. I mean, people in America are forgiving and they don't mind a redemption story, but you have to show that you understand what you've done. Exactly. And tweeting pictures of Drake isn't, that's not like, (laughs) that's not a good start. Right. What what was the context? (laughs) What was the context of the conversation? Were they laying in bed and all he was doing was talking shit about anyone? Right. Yeah. They were just like laying there and he was just talking shit about like everybody that's not in the Anglo Saxon. Let let me also take the and take out. See, this is tough. It's hard to defend him, right? Because you sound terrible. But take out the effing n part. His actual point is a point I think that any parent would be trying, would be supportive of. He didn't want his daughter with some thug, right? He wanted his daughter to be marrying a very successful African American, <laughs> and that is yeah, that, that point. Is a valid point with parent, like with parent. You know what I mean? He right. He well, you got to think a lot out of what he said because he no, used a lot I, of different stereotypes in his description of why. I totally understand. I'm not defending what he said. I'm yeah. saying the point he was trying to make. If you take the language out, was a valid point. Okay. Well, what about the homophobic yeah. stuff then? Well. That was also a great point, too, if you take out him saying queer a hundred times. And- I, I think the worst thing he said, he, he did say this point blank. He said, I am racist to a point. He said oh, that. I mean, that's, so that's, that's, where, that's exactly right. I mean, there's really no way to sugarcoat that one. Yeah. <laughs> and he thought it was funny because it's not funny, funny, ha-ha funny. But, like, it was almost like he was using effing ends as a, as a placeholder. You yeah. know how people say, uh, or, um. Yeah. People have verbal crutches in that moment, eight years ago, at his rock bottom, laying in bed with that slob's wife. Instead of saying, um, he was just saying, effing end. Yeah, any, any, any like, place in the transcript where it looks like he'd be pausing, he would just mutter that. He would just throw the N-word. Yeah. yeah. Don't, you think, don't you think there was a chance, though, that he was just trying to get laid? Maybe he knew she was a homophobe or, and she was Dude, racist? Absolutely. If you, so Bubba, I mean, I can't imagine... Heather Clem is a real, like, sweetheart, like, Southern Belle, <laughs> you know, real, like, upstanding. I'm sure he was just trying to impress the company he was keeping at the moment. Yeah. I'm trying to see here. Uh... I, I mean, honestly, you know what? I, I honestly was surprised hearing that from Hogan. I, I didn't, ex- you know, there's a lot of people, you know, a lot of celebrities or public figures were, you could kind of guess how their public conversations would go, or their private conversations would go. Like, like Dog the Bounty Hunter. When I heard the tape, the tape that came out about him, I wasn't shocked at all that he made all right. these racist comments. But I, you know, Hogan, I definitely didn't expect that because, you know, he was a well-traveled guy in the '80s with WWE. I mean, it was international was a big part of what they did. Yeah, they're around a lot of, you know, especially in the '80s. I mean. A lot of people didn't work with a lot of multicultural people, but he certainly did. Oh, yeah. He entertained yeah. fans from all over the world. You really see the best, though. I think, I think of a lot of people. Um, yeah. And I just I didn't see him having that kind of ignorance. In Here, here's the and exact you know, quote. I don't know if he does. I don't know if he's as racist as that transcript makes him sound. Here's the quote. I really don't. VH1 wanted me to do a big thing, brother, and go back to the house I grew up in. So we knock on the door, and a big <laughs> fag lives there now. This half-gay was enamored with Linda. Then he said, if I get divorced, Linda will make me sell it, he says, before suggesting that Cecilia Barker, the man Hogan called the N-word, could buy it and give it back to him after the divorce. So there's some, there's some rich black... So he said now the N-word a bunch of times, half fag. I mean, yeah. this is hard to come back from. And here's the problem with yeah. Hogan. 
What do you yeah, do now for home? Like I said, though, guys, real quick, I just mentioned Dog. Doesn't he have a show again? I mean, didn't he make oh, yeah. back from those terrible things he said? Yep. But I think, I think he said, I don't like ends. I don't want them here. <laughs> exactly. And if, but if you look at it, all of the successful image rehabs have come from going away. Right. Dog wasn't out there, you know, pounding his chest saying, oh, well, how, you know, I, he wasn't using the double standard argument. He, he, right, he dog disappeared and people forgot about And he disappeared. Exactly. I'm pretty sure a lot of those old wrestlers are all racist. And I'm sure they've all said, like, you know, Ric Flair, some of these other guys, like, come on, brother. You know, we all said that shit. <laughs> like, yeah. There has to be a big group of these old wrestlers who, who are just completely racist. And and now they're they have ignorant. to pretend like it, they're not. I don't even know if they're if they are racist as much as they are just ignorant. Right. Exactly. You know, like I don't know that that Rowdy Roddy Piper and Ric Flair, you know, sitting around the, a hotel room in the eighties using that word, genuinely hated Junkyard Dog and Butch Reed for being black. But like they didn't know that that word shouldn't be used. They're just like uneducated. Yeah, I I do feel like Hogan though was just trying to maybe he was trying to I mean it sounds like he's racist but obviously if he's that comfortable talking to her he's probably heard her throwing around like I'd love to hear I'd love to hear her commentary on it like oh yeah, yeah. I agree Hulkster yeah they're a bunch right, of scumbags right. Hulkster yeah baby yeah. all right let's and that really it does it does beg the question what kind of conversations were had in that house when they weren't having sex. When times were good between Hogan and Bubba and Heather, oh my god, and they're all just sitting around the pool drinking. Yeah, because you if, if you're that comfortable, that? can you imagine, Ryan? If, if you, okay, so you you hook up with Bubba's wife for the first time, you're laying there next to her. You're that comfortable getting into this racist and homophobic discussion. <laughs> it's like it's it's already known that she's also racist and homophobic. Oh my god, you don't, yeah, exactly. And that you also means, can you imagine word. the shit Bubba has said because. If he's that comfortable sure. talking on camera to Bubba's wife like that, you don't just yeah. like Ryan. I wouldn't go up to your girlfriend and just be racist and homophobic, yeah. just in a right not not just at at a dinner table. Like if right. you if you walked by, I wouldn't be like, "So, uh, Jill, what do you think of these effing blanks?" And then, like, what? Like, she would be shocked. So there's a comfort there's a comfortability there with the Hulkster and Bubba's wife in that sex tape. Yes. That is that is so true. It implies that 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 they've already had many many a discussion. Yeah, this isn't the first time the N words come out of the Hulkster's mouth, brother. Now, what what has um what has Bubba? I mean, because he still has a show. I mean, I don't follow that guy, but he I'm sure he still has some kind of show, right? Has yeah, he addressed this at all since since all this has happened in the last week? I, I don't know. I haven't heard. I of don't him. know either. I mean, I'm surprised that nobody. I mean, I guess nobody really gives a shit about Bubba, but he claims he didn't release it though. He, Someone he else should really feel like a piece it. of shit because he really did destroy this man's life. He did twice. It's like the twice. Hulk Hogan sex tape is like herpes. It keeps coming back to burn the Hulkster brother. Yeah, because the first yep. time, I mean, he got. See, it's easy to. I, I think, mean, between him and Gawker, I mean, they both. You know, they both should be taking a lot, a lot of blame for this shit because well, Gawker what, doesn't what, care. what he said is terrible. But, I mean, this really speaks to a, a bigger matter, and that's the invasion of privacy. Like, yeah, you know, Hulk Hogan I mean, was in a private moment being racist, but that really is none of our business. And how is it even legal to to, to release that? That's yeah, a, you would think that, honestly, it's, doing, almost, it's almost like a, a sex crime. That if, let's hear, and, and I'm not, again, it sounds like probably like we're defending Hogan too much, but not. I, the bigger point is, imagine if I put out a tape of me having sex with a, a, just some woman 
and she had no idea, I would be arrested. Oh, yeah. And she would be a sex crime victim. Right. Like, that's a sex crime, to record someone having sex yeah. without their knowledge. Yeah, no, and, that, and that's not defending Hogan at all. I mean, we now that we've seen the tape, of course, it, it definitely changes our, per, our perception of Hogan. It makes you look at Hogan in a more negative yeah. light, no doubt, because you, you that was all he feels. But with that being said, it, it doesn't change right. the fact that the manner in which this information was released is pretty dubious. Yeah. Well, you can no, tell that Gawker... Right. Well, see, here's the problem. Hulk Hogan's suing them for $100 million. So, you know, this is coming out because of the trial, right? For like, sure. Like, they're releasing... They're, well, yeah, this is Hogan's like, attorneys are, are claiming that Gawker probably leaked this. Of course they did. To punish him for suing, which which I wouldn't put that past Gawker at all. Of course they did. Right? It's their, It's like they're Hail Mary. Like, they're just like, well, fuck this yeah. guy. Let's just get it all out there now. So I mean I'm sure yeah. when they saw this like all this juicy info they're like oh man. I bet they were gonna they were gonna release this anyway probably and now that they're in the middle of the lawsuit the all the whole transcripts I believe had to come out for the lawsuit so that's why it came out so the National Enquirer now is involved I also don't like that they could that you know a, a place a place like the Enquirer or Gawker could hold this and release it incrementally. I mean, if you have this damning information there should be laws like okay if you if you think this is reportable news. Release it all at one time. Don't hold it for, like, timed exclusives to just keep making matters worse for this guy. Put it all out there at one time. It doesn't seem fair. Like, why should they get to hold on to this transcript for eight weeks and release bit by bit? You know, I know I'm sure that they divided up into, like, the, you know, they found the eight breaks where it's the most controversial, like, oh, you said this here and this yeah. here. And they're going to keep leaking it and leaking it. And it just, it just, it's just dirty. That's you all. know what, though? Eight years, ago, journalist. eight years ago, too, when it came out, or seven years ago, the racial stuff wasn't as big of a deal. Like back then, the the juicy thing was him being in a sex tape. Now everyone right, right. wants this damaging, you know, racial slur information. I bet now if it, if the whole thing got released, the sex portion wouldn't even come out till later. Like we'd hear about that part later. Hulk Hogan was laying in a bed with a random girl talking shit about black people. Then eight years later, oh by the way, we have sex scenes from that also. <laughs> yeah. Check yeah, out this scene of Hulk Hogan saying that he feels like a pig right now. Yeah. Feel like a pig right now. I mean, it's funny. It is hilarious that this is going to ruin him more than that sex tape did. Whereas before a sex, like now sex tapes don't even hurt you really. Think about it. Totally. He didn't even get hurt by the sex tape. It actually helped him. It made people feel bad for him. Yeah. No, you're right, man. It, it, you're absolutely yeah. right. You are, and actually, you know, related to that, I mean, I, I you know, for people who follow wrestling, the, the WWE champion Seth Rollins, you know, just a few months ago, there was a uh, a big Twitter blow up where his uh, girlfriend at the time released a bunch of naked pictures, including dick pics, that he sent to a woman in the company that he was cheating on his girlfriend with, and nobody yeah. blinked an eye. I mean, yeah, nobody even cared. His push at all. I mean, they never mentioned yeah. it. There's no punishment. So you're right, Abe. I, that that really doesn't seem to you know, be a problem anymore. I guess anybody could have a sex tape and it's not going to hurt you one bit. It, it, it is, yeah. it, it is really an invasion of privacy though. Like if you, can you getting that stuff released, there's really nothing you could do to stop it at this point. And it, it really is. It, it makes you, it, you're a victim. So you, people right. feel sympathy I mean, for you. I, I look down more on the, you know, it, uh, yeah, it was terrible for him to Seth Rollins cheat on his girlfriend, but I looked down more on the person who would release that kind of private information to the public. You know what? Take that information and use it for yourself and make a decision to leave him um, or divorce him if you're married or whatever. But don't don't ruin this man's life forever. Which well, is that's what, what people want to do. Well, that's what people want to do. They get so angry, they want to take that person down with them. Yeah. And they're so mad. 
that you know. Well, and and it's unfortunate there just aren't like journalistic integrity standards anymore. You, and any news outlet that's presented with that stuff, for the most part, is going to say, "Hey, it falls under the guise of news. We'll put it out." Well, right? yeah, like all you the know, Bill I mean, Cosby shit back then, they couldn't release it because it wasn't verified. Right. There were so many journalists that had information on Bill Cosby. I heard the National Enquirer that he paid them, or no, I know what it was. He got them some kind of exclusive interview on his daughter's drug use in exchange for getting rid of pictures of him with some woman. So he like turned on his daughter, I heard, and gave up that she was a drug addict just so that he wouldn't be on the front page of the Enquirer. Hmm. So there was all kinds of shady stuff back then too, but but like you said, you couldn't just release something. But I think what Ryan is saying is is the kind of content that's being reported today. Like you would have never seen. I guess pre internet, there really weren't many publications. I mean, there were always like um, I guess um, like grocery store tabloids, but nobody really took those seriously. I mean, none of that was really considered. Yeah, hard. we always thought it was all a joke, and it turned out yeah. all that shit was true. <laughs> well, no, I mean, exactly. We don't, know, we don't know if it was true or not, but the point is, is like that shouldn't have the same weight as you know what's happening in the world, like real, real hard news. Like, you know, Hogan having sex with Heather Clem shouldn't be on the same page as Obama as like, I, signing I, I, a nuclear treaty with Iran. Totally. <laughs> but but, but that—that's that's today's media. I mean, those are um, you know adjacent headlines now. Right. No, you're right. That guy Harvey Levin from TMZ, what a piece of shit that guy. Just think about it. His whole life is just, it's, it's kind of like, and here's another piece of shit, Mel Gibson. That was another private tape where he was telling his wife, do what you're supposed to do and suck my dick. <laughs> but, he was, but like, it's, it is true where, where one, of, one of the TMZ, those, do you ever see those prick TMZ video guys? He was like chasing me. He's like. He's like, how does it feel sniffing my laundry, my dirty laundry? He likes to sniff my dirty laundry. The guy's like, yeah, Mel, you're disgusting, Mel. What's that, Mel? Yeah, yeah. It looks like back in the day, Mel Gibson. Like, you imagine if, if some guy was chasing Frank Sinatra around, he would punch them in the face, have his goomba, oh have, his guy, have the thug next to him break the camera, and maybe even kill the guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. It's like the, the world today, we're so pussified that, Someone who deserves an ass kicking can't even get it anymore. Think about exactly. it, Sam. Sam, if you had some guy chasing you around with a camera, oh, dude, I, I have no problem when I see like Kanye West breaking like a paparazzi's camera. I have no problem with that at all because you know what? If, just because you're a celebrity doesn't mean you shouldn't be able to have private moments. You shouldn't have right. some guy, you know, when you're taking your daughter to school or when you're going out to breakfast with your family. You shouldn't have some like scumbag, you know, running and following you with a camera. And then they talk shit to you too the whole time, trying to egg you right. on. Man, yeah, exactly. There, for, for every 30-second snippet we see, there's there's eight minutes that, that's like just the guy going, Hey, uh, remember when you fell off the stage? Hey, remember when you fell off the stage? <laughs> <laughs> Did that hurt? Hey, what does Ray, what what Ray J's dick taste like? What does Ray J's dick taste like? Exactly. Hey, you like Ray J? Hey, you yeah. guys are Eskimo brothers. Hey, Kanye, Kanye, yeah. Kanye J. Kanye J. Oh, I combined you and Ray J. You're the same thing, right? I mean, they're, they're trying to. It, it's honestly that's very close to how they how they operate. They're trying to incite a negative response because they know that if Kanye is just sitting there and just nods and smiles, that's not news. But if he attacks the cameraman and goes right. on a rant, that makes that makes that's the that's their top headline for the day. And you ever notice those guys yeah. always have those neck braces on after they get into any kind of altercation? <laughs> like they show up with a neck brace. I'm going to sit right away. I'm suing you for everything you have, you scumbag. And then Kanye has to pay the guy. Right. 
<laughs> which is crazy. Well, and, what and, happened? And, Why and, is that accepted that you could go up to some guy and chase him with a camera? Right. And there's really never any, you know, I mean, it's like, um, it's the injury part of it. You, you know, you'll see like a, like a month after that, they'll be like, Oh, more footage came out of the guy, actually a bicyclist clipping his heel. And like, it's the weakest thing, right? And the, and the guys, like, it turns out the guy's like laying there and he's got like eight concerned bystanders, like putting ice on his ankle. And they're like, are you all right? And then you see the actual incident and like, it's debatable whether the bike even touched the guy. God. I mean, that's that's the yep. ticket. It's like is when I'm suing like you. Happens, you I'm suing you right away. That's yeah, the first. You ha- yeah, you have to hit the ground hard, hard, and just grab a part of your body and just say that it's aching. I've had a lot of moments in my life where like something happened. The first thing out of my mouth wasn't "I'm going to sue you." Like yeah. if I slipped, I've slipped places. I'm suing the bar. Yeah. Like I remember when I worked at Walmart. This woman. <laughs> She felt she she per, she threw herself on the floor, and then like whoever's with her, she's like that, she slipped on that over there, and it was like nine yards away from her. It was like a piece of plastic. She's like, yeah, that's what I slipped on. <laughs> ah, ah! <laughs> and then out of, it, for, it's so funny because out of nowhere the store manager comes out. He's like, you know what? You didn't slip on that. You should be ashamed of yourself. He said oh that to her, God. and for some reason that must have like hit like hit. Hit, hit with her and she was like she got up and she had this look on her face like this embarrassed look it's like oh yeah. yeah i guess i'm okay i'm sorry but it was just funny because she <laughs> she was laying on the ground i remember he was trying to help help her up she's like i can't move my leg i can't move my leg and they're done like she slipped on that piece of plastic over there why is that in the middle of the floor why is that laying there the guy's like you should be ashamed of yourself <laughs> ladies and gentlemen dan levy has joined the conversation oh yeah what up, Bass? Well, hey, boys. we're it up. That's about all we got. Yeah. We only have a few minutes Later. left. Later. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> Add Bass on air. Hey, See Bass. you guys next week. Bass, it was creepy last week how you, uh, out of nowhere, you were you were just talking to us in your normal bass voice, and then when you talk to your son, you're like, Hello there, little TJ. Did you want your formula? TJ's hungry. That wasn't me. That was DJ's voice. But Baze, I, I was thinking about how creepy it is. Like your your baby voice was like a half. I, yours wasn't like what I just did. But you did like a half ass baby voice. Right. You guys, you guys agree with that? It wasn't like he well, he didn't like own the baby voice. Yeah, he's just like I, I, don't think I, was on that I think that was two weeks ago when I wasn't on. I, I it was it was two weeks ago, but I don't want to. When I was talking to him, I was trying to like you try not to stimulate him because you want him to go to sleep. So you just try to, like, not really give much of a voice oh, at all. Oh, it's more like a soothing. Yeah. Right, right. Okay. Yeah, you don't want to, like, start talking to the guy and have him, like, jumping up and down. It was very You want to just, like, That's what it was. go to sleep. No, it wasn't like that. Well, I didn't think I was going to be judged by a panel from American Idol over hey, here. Hey, you do that thing. <laughs> Oh, shit, is he yeah, awake? there you go. He's awake. 
Was it him I heard crying? Yeah. Or was that some woman you have locked up in your in your house? <laughs> or was that your year old? Ma- a little bit of column or B. Or your old maid, Rosita. Hey, babe, so let me hear. <laughs> wait, real quick. Let me hear you talk to him in the regular baby talking voice. I hear him wailing uh, in the back. And now, uh, if you learn how to start standing in the crib, so he, they say it, it freaks them out because they don't know how to get down. Base, just go talk to him. That's I want to I I hear the baby voice. Just real quick. No, there's no such thing as a baby voice. But base. Hey, buddy. <laughs> hey, no, that's, no, that's, no, that's, that's the base. That's definitely not what you did like. Hey, buddy, you okay? Wait, hold on. Ugh. Oh, my God. <laughs> base is right. This, this podcast is like American Idol. Like, anything you do, you're judged by a panel of three assholes. <laughs> <laughs> we help Ace improve his baby voice because that sounds much better than the last one. Hey, buddy, you okay? Oh, wait, wait, here we go. Shh, shh. Ew. Ew. Go sleep. I actually feel like if you were, if you were a kid, I feel like that actually would be good. I know we're judging him because it's based and we're adults, but imagine being a kid. Go to sleep. And you heard that for a kid, right? But not well, for an adult podcast. That's what I, that's what I tell, tell him. My, my actual real voice kind of frightens him, so I can't come out of like, yo, go to sleep, man. <laughs> <laughs> go like, to I sleep, dude. Hey, DJ, go to sleep. I mean, right now, that guy that guy is afraid of everything. I can't come out of like that. Usually during the day when you talk is he does he get frightened of you or if i do yeah if i if i do talk to him he gets like he gets really kind of weary but if you just kind of approach him like i told you like if you approach like a like let him come to you like a cat but he, doesn't, cool. he doesn't even know his dad yet oh well, yeah just like neutered version from radio he knows this sloppy pussy who wears v-neck t-shirts <laughs> he doesn't know the crisp he doesn't know the put together base that the corporate world knows. The one who's nope. dressed in a in a full jumpsuit with a uh, button down. Uh, what do you wear base at work? A button down. Uh, what are those shirts called? A polo. Like a polo? No, no. The the like like what Eddie Vedder used to wear. A plaid. A button down yeah. shirt. Flannel. No, like a plaid I shirt. No, you wear like I a, a flannel. I no, like, no, like, like, like flannel. No, no, but plaid. <laughs> flannel shirt. Yeah, plaid. Yeah, that's it. Baby. Yeah, like a plaid t shirt. Uh, carpenter jeans. A plaid t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who takes three-hour lunch breaks. Um, I just go back real quick to something they said and how crazy it would be to be a child. And basically, he just worked out. I don't even know if Abe and Sam heard it, but he said that it, and I never knew this, that kids, DJ's age, when they can stand, that's, I didn't know this, base. It freaks them out because they don't know how to get down. They can you imagine... They- they're, it's not just that, but they're they're freaked out by a lot of like like when they get to like ten months, and they can start to like do things on their own. It freaks them out altogether, and just to be able to stand and not like well, he's in a crib. He's afraid he's going to like you know fall back and hurt himself. So well, think, think about think about going uh, like uh, on the Sears Tower and being out on a windowsill and they close the window. You would start crying too if you didn't know how to get down from there. Totally. No, you're right. I mean, what, you're right. What an insane thought, though, to think that all of us, at some point in our development, had we could stand up and we had no fucking clue how to how to get down. <laughs> it, it is honestly, I'm surprised that so many kids make it through to adulthood. Because if I had a kid, I'd be afraid that anything's ever going to happen. Like, think about when you were a little kid. Like, I could have just fallen off the stairs or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. the kids don't really understand. The babies don't understand. 
I guess, the gravity of consequence either, so they just adapt. They just learn and figure it out. Like, obviously, right. as an adult, if you're standing on top of this serious tower with the window closed, <laughs> that's a little and, bit different. And, and not, not just that, but, like, except for right now, there is never a time where DJ is not being watched closely by somebody. Like, right now, he's in a room to go to sleep, but if he's awake and he's on about it, he's never just, like, you know... Wandering by himself, there's always somebody within like yeah. a foot away. You can't from just him. like leave at night and like go out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and let's let's be honest, the the things that could happen at this level, are, it's not like you're handing him like a toaster by a bathtub. No, and you know, I mean, it, the worst that could happen is he falls on his butt. Yeah, now in the crib, like that's not he's not gonna. Or he somehow hits his head on a toy. Yeah, I mean that's really that, about the, the the most of it. Yeah, and kids are they're they're resilient at that age. They don't have brain, yeah. like their bones are still soft, and you know. No, they can they, he can fall he can fall on his ass. If we did it, it would probably like you know break our shit. But with him, yeah. he just bounces right back. Break, base yep. broke his tailbone today. <laughs> I broke I broke my shit. He slipped in his kitchen <laughs> trying to make <laughs> trying to make neck bone stew again. That is funny, guys. We are at the age now where, like, I mean, I guess your 30s, like, you could actually really hurt yourself just by simply falling. He's true. There's a guy, there's an older guy at our radio station, who, if I said his name, he's, pretty, he's a pretty well-known DJ, but he, I just found out, like, about a month ago, he missed work because he fell and broke his nose. Literally just fell and broke yeah. his nose. Yeah. If, like, yeah. if DJ fell and, like, hit his nose, he would, like, spring up and not have any clue that that happened. Yeah. Isn't it crazy? If you really, if you think about the cycle of life, like, you know, I, I was talking to Jill's grandma last week, and she was saying how she needs to install, like, a, a grip bar, a grab bar for her shower. Yeah. I mean, it's like you re- you return to that. You, yeah. As, as but you age, return you to that, to- you return to that, though, without the same resiliency. Like, you, you're, you're just, you become almost as helpless as you were when you were younger, but now you're so brittle that there's even less, there's less than <laughs> right. you could do. Like, D, like Bay said, DJ could do like a, a fall on his face and then do like that Willy Wonka somersault and stand back up. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first thing I'm going to teach him when he learns how to walk. <laughs> You're right, though. You're absolutely right. But, Whereas yeah, an old it is, person yeah. is just like they fall down, and it's like smashing, like, and that's a, it. like smashing a peach on a hard floor. It just lays yep. there, like <laughs> you just you, you just break. Like, Whereas like like DJ's DJ's off. like a rubber ball. You yeah. bounce him off, he pops yeah. up. An old person's like yeah. a rotten peach. Smash it on the ground. Yeah. Just you lays can there. take a baby and just keep throwing him against the ground, right? And, and, and DJ has the and, and DJ has energy for like eighteen hours. Throw a baby off a wall and they'll just they'll just yeah. Bounce it. <laughs> it's, it's like, like it's DJ DJ also has energy that can last probably eighteen hours just jumping up and down watching cartoons. Right. Whereas an old person will fall asleep in mid conversation. Yeah, it's like Rocky taking a shower. It's like Rocky throw, throwing that blue ball against the wall when you're sitting with a bucket. <laughs> If an old person just walks to the shower, they already like they're already. They, that's like they've gone eight rounds already. Yeah. <laughs> and it's yeah. a fifty-fifty shot that they don't bust a hip on the way there. Right, yeah. and then you factor in the fall. And usually, when old people like I'm not Jill's grandma still got a lot of life, and I don't want to make paint it like she's on her way out. But for most people, my grandma she fell, and that's like usually the beginning of the end for old. Like if an yeah. old person falls. And they yeah. break something that's like that usually is the the marker in their in their final downturn. Of yeah, this is that, gonna that is just a this is gonna sound like a joke, but why don't old people wear 
like a rubber suit, like you know, like one of those, like, you know, those sumo wrestling outfits. I knew you were going to say that. No, honestly, <laughs> not, not, I know how you not, think. Not, when not you said a, that, I knew you were going to say something about how what they should wear. Like, why don't they Wait wear? Why don't they even wear even clothing? They did wear. Even if they did wear a rubber suit, do you expect them to just be able to just bounce right back up onto their feet like no, nothing but, happened? No, but why, why, think about it. Why don't all people walk around with <laughs> some kind of light? How is that? And the rubber suit. There's those old people bouncing up and down again. No, but why don't, they, why don't yeah. old people, honestly, why don't old people walk around in like some kind of light football equipment? Just so everything's protected in case, honestly, in case they fall down. Oh, oh my God. No, like what a full your grandfather started dressed like a linebacker. Exactly. Why not? If they ever fall or anything, old person without that suit, they would be done. But then, like they have that suit on. Remember the scene in Elf where Will Ferrell's dancing on the table in the mailroom? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Grandpa Joe the, and Willy Wonka. Exactly, they have the suit on and they spring up and just like... Uh, I never thought that I would find... I've got a golden jacket! But no, it's just two pieces. It's just the pants, which are padded with... Of course you have to have the tailbone pad, the knee pads, and then... At that point, though, Abe, hold on, let's back up. You could take... Just imagine taking... If, let's say you had the rubber ball and you wrapped it up in bubble wrap and you threw it. The rubber, the rubber ball, the core of it is still not breakable. If you took a coffee mug and wrapped it in bubble wrap and threw it on the ground, the core is still breakable. <laughs> not, not, not if you rub it in, in hard rubber. Right. No, it is. Well, 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 in addition, guys, it's not like the rubber suit will stop the erosion of the internals as well. I mean, you, you can't wrap every yeah. organ in rubber, too. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't. Yeah. You could wrap it. You could wrap the most fragile thing in rubber, and if what's on the inside isn't resilient, it's you're still fucked. Well, yeah, it's not like the internal organs last forever. Eh? Once you wrap wrap the body in rubber, doesn't insulate you from getting old. <laughs> <laughs> but it protects you because if you're if, like, let's say you're going out for a you walk. Know, I think, I think, Time for the rubber suit, it also means you're probably old enough where there's not much time left. So, what's the point? You know, you're gonna have, your last two years, you're gonna wear a full rubber suit. <laughs> How terrible is that? I, shit? Honestly, you're, you're, you're like weak, then you first order business to get out of bed and just put on pads, like shoulder pads. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of weight I'm going through life? You know, these like women with these huge rubber suits on. No, but it's like it's, a, it's like an, it's a contemporary look. You look like a like a, like one of those. Uh, I'm, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm picturing I'm picturing Will Smith in some movie in like a jumpsuit. I'm trying to remember which one it was. Oh, uh, what was the movie where Will Smith was a superhero? Not There's like twenty of them. No, not Iroba, but he he played it like a, a superhero who also liked I to know, drink. I know, like where he was like homeless. And uh, was it Hitchcock? No. Oh yeah, Hitchcock. Or... That's that's exactly what it was. Hitchcock. Wait, no, you guys are thinking he was in Hitch with Kevin James, where he played. No, no, that. he was he was in he was in Hitchcock. It was called <laughs> where he plays a superhero who's like. Wait, he Will si- Smith was in Hitch and Hitchcock. Yeah, he was in Hitch and Hitchcock. Yep. Well, Hitchcock was that like straight to Showtime? I've never heard. No, of that. it was a big movie. Hang on, oh. let, me, let me make sure it's called Hitchcock. Hang on. But in, in the movie, Will Smith would help people. He's like, yeah, like he, he so. He he he! They they'd be falling off a building, and he would catch it's them. Not, I just looked up Hitchcock. Hitchcock is a movie. 
about Alfred Hitchcock with Anthony Hopkins Man. and Scarlett Johansson yeah. and Helen Mirren. <laughs> I don't think Will Smith was Hitchcock. in a rubber suit. In a, Han- oh, no, no, it's called, it's called Hancock. 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 It's called Hancock. 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 Okay. Yeah. See, Ryan, you were right there. We're thinking about Hitch. But in the movie, Will yeah. Smith was like a lazy superhero. Like he would, you'd be falling off a building, he would catch you, and then like leave you in a tree and be like, "Yo, you on your own?" <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> like, like a half-ass superhero. Yeah, like he was. A, he'd be drinking, or he'd stop a train, and then you know, leave you. He he wouldn't finish the job pretty much. Then towards the end, he became okay, a good here, superhero. Okay, here's the, here's a little description: is a scruffy superhero named Hancock protects citizens of Los Angeles, but leaves horrendous collateral damage. Yep, it's 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 not that good. So he, he would prevent the death, but he would also not really care about what happened in the in the process. And then he finds out that his best friend or or some guy he save he saves that guy's wife is also a superhero. And then they mm. secretly used to date or something like that. And then I don't know. It was stupid. Yeah, sounds great. But Will Smith is in the new uh, in the new Suicide Squad movie. That's what I'm thinking of. The, the jumpsuit he wears in that. That's what I picture. Or like a Jamaican bobsled team jumpsuit. Like that kind of a jumpsuit. Old people. It would be a contemporary look for oh, old people. Abe, I'm looking at the picture right here. I'm looking at it. It's the Hancock suit. I see exactly what type of suit you're talking about. Oh, you could see it? Yeah, I, I see. And you, you do have a good point. I, I still think, though, even if that looks contemporary, I, I just sent it to you, fellas. I uh, I I don't see. Yes, that's it, Ryan. That being... I see it. I see it. Yep, that's the kind of outfit I uh, want to see old people in. Look up uh, Will Smith Hancock <laughs> on Google uh, if you're listening to this. Now it's it's a tight. It's I'm not talking about like wearing one of those suit. You know, you ever see people wrestle around in those sumo outfits? Ha ha ha! Those big fat outfits. Right, right. It's not like that. This is a contemporary uh, fit for the body type suit, but it's going to have all yep. the proper padding and and to keep you safe. Yeah, no, I hear you. I mean, that might keep you... Like you said, Ryan, the fall is what hurts. That's the beginning of the end. Yep. So if they don't fall, if they fall and they just bounce back up, there has to be some kind of equipment that can be made, too, where if you fall, (laughs) it, like, makes you... It elevates your body. Like, as soon as your feet leave the ground, it automatically lifts you and then turns you back up. There has to be, there, I mean, this, I'm serious. There has to be some kind of technology to help you, or or how about legs? Yeah, but, why, why can't there be for old people legs that you put your legs into and they walk for you? So Iron Man now? Yeah, like that, exactly. Kind of. So now they're, gonna, they're, you're gonna, yeah, they're but, going to create these huge uh, uh, mech suits for old people? See, here's the thing, though. I think... I, I understand where you're at with it, but like I think Sam made this point earlier. I mean, when you really have a couple years left, is it? It sounds terrible, but is it worth investing the time and resources into protecting? It? It's almost like if that's going to happen, that's that's it. Like it, right. it was meant to happen at that time. I mean, you had a good run. You're 89. Do we really need to spend like billions of dollars to come up with a patent <laughs> on a suit that would help someone add a half a year to their life? It depends. I mean, if you have the money to pay for it, you <laughs> might as well. I'll bet you if that option was there, almost nobody would use it. I'll bet you almost no 90-year-old no, would want to walk around right. in a robotic mech suit for the last few years of their life. <laughs> I'll bet you you wouldn't find many suitors. Like, remember, what was it, Krang from the Ninja Turtles? <laughs> and plus, honestly, old people can't even operate VCRs. You know what <laughs> 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 I'm going to be a mech suit. a person a pair of robotic legs. 
<laughs> Can you imagine them calling they, their, they, they call their they son? Hold, they hold. They think the telephone is the TV remote. I mean, that's yeah. not going to go well. Hey, hey. You ever see like the look of fear on like a, an elderly person's face when you try to, you know, when you when you <laughs> hand them like a cell phone or, or a TV yeah. remote? You, you see how right. scared they are. Yeah, you you, you plug in these giant metal lights right. in their bedroom, right. like got a helmet, <laughs> <laughs> like an LCD visor. I need to talk to my daughter. My robotic legs won't turn on. I want to walk down to the corner store and get a quick soda. Well, Dad, did you press the on button? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, they were, oh you're right. I didn't hit on. You know what's funny? That's funny to think about that. That you know, when we're super old, right? What kind of technology are kids going to be talking about? That make us feel stupid, like, like, I, like. Okay, so I'm on my iPhone six or my iPhone fifteen, whatever is out at the time, or hopefully it's iPhone two. No, no, I don't know. I mean, honestly, I think that it's different for us because we we were pretty much immersed in technology since we were. I kids. agree with that a hundred percent. You know, it's so it's two like different things. Right, people who are 80, 90 years old now, who are you know who are kind of in the twilight twilight of their years. You know what though. Hadn't seen a computer till they were fifty or sixty years old. You know what they'll right. say? At some point, though, foreign concept. Okay, at some point, though, you stop caring about all the latest technology. Like at no, some but point, point, but hang on, hang on, hang on. Is, because the point I'm making is that there was almost there was zero consumable consumer technology. I know for most people until you know at least the '80s. But just think about this: I used to know every new pop artist that would come out. Right? I have no idea who half these people are now. Yeah, I mean, that, 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 I know, I know, I know. I know. Hang on, hang on, hang on. That's a small thing, but slowly you stop caring about all that kind of stuff. It would stuff. have to be a total paradigm shift in what technology really is, because well, technology, yeah, as, as it's been for thirty or forty for thirty years, um, I, I think our generation will, will be able to adapt to changes. Um, I see both know. points. I really do. Abe's got a Abe's got a great point in that you do stop caring about the latest stuff, like. You know, Snapchat. I'm not on Snapchat. I'm not on... Yeah, it's stupid. You know, there are, there are things that you don't get involved with. Right, right. But, but, but Snapchat really isn't... Te- I mean, that's that's an application no, I, that's... I totally understand that. But I'm saying, if, if you take that and you expand it out, like, there's good, there will be more and more shit that we stop caring about. But I see Sam's point in that if we had to use Snapchat, we would know how. Yeah, right. but it's some okay. So let's say the you know the right, next thing, the next exactly, thing is right? that ev- like, is like right. everything well, is tra- hey, you can trans you sorry, can hey, transport. Hey, let, me, let me stop it for one second. But Ryan said that in a in, in a more eloquent way because if you became interested in listening to pop music, you would know how to do it. That has right. you know you don't have the ability. I mean, you still have the ability to go ahead and pursue the music. You just don't care. Like we may not care about the you know, the current uh, craze in social media applications, applications, you still understand how to manipulate the technology that governs it. Okay, but totally. when there's a new technology where you could transport your body to another state or something like that, and an old person be like, oh, what? No, just well, sit I, here I with my FaceTime. Wait, 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 what are we talking about? An old person in a rubber suit or just a real <laughs> old person? <laughs> the one in a rubber suit might not be able to do it. <laughs> but but Sam, be able to do it. at some point, technology is going to move forward rapidly. Like right now, it's crazy how things keep moving forward. So at some point, it seems like people are lose. They're not on, on the cusp of technology anymore. So it's like, how do you do that? Like how? Just think about it. If, if, to use an iPhone, if all you know how to do is use a computer 
and then I just handed you this iPhone right now, you wouldn't be able to use it. But I, see, I, I, I disagree. I think technology is easier to use on a consumer level now than it ever has been. I mean, you could hand an 80-year-old an iPhone, and they could, I mean, some could probably figure it out right now. Um, whereas if you handed an 80-year-old a, um, a Windows computer in 1989, they'd be like, what the fuck is this? But technology has become a you know they, there's there's much more um, of a um, there's much more interest in the user experience now, making it as intuitive as simple as and, and, and simple as possible. So I think I disagree with with your with your premise. I think that it's um, I, I just think you're wrong, guys. We're running out of time, but just a couple things I want to mention before we wrap up. Um, don't you and, and we don't have to get into a big discussion about this. But don't and Ryan, I know you don't drink anymore, and I know you don't. You barely drink yeah. salmon base. I know you never leave your house. But just humor me for a second. <laughs> don't you guys hate people who, <laughs> who, if you if you ask them if they want a beer, and they have a full beer in their hand, they they say yeah. Like you're okay. Let's say you're buying rounds of drinks, right? right. And I'm like, okay. I mean, I walk in. You have a complete beer all the way up to the brim, right. completely full. And right. I say, hey, uh, Sam and Ryan, do you guys want a beer? And then I, Sam, me say, Sam's not drinking. Response. Here's my response. I, I don't feel bad if you ask that because you, you're asking that question knowing that they probably are going to say no because they have a full beer. So you're trying to gain some kind of points with, these, with this person. No, no, you're asking, you're asking the group. Like You're like, hey, do you guys want a beer? Okay. But then you don't, real, you don't even realize it. You know, I'm just well, like, yeah, hey, then, then, I, then I think it's ridiculous. But there's certain people who, no matter what the situation is, they'll always say yes, and then they'll have two full beers in front of them. I think that also applies. I mean, I see exactly what you're saying, and I think the beer is a more common thing. But I, I think that's just a dickhead mentality. That's the same type of person who, if they just had dessert, let's say they just came from Dairy Queen, and you guys are meeting at another place, you know, and you offered them. Some, I mean. The type of person who's going to say yes to to get a second full beer is the type of person who's going to say, "Yeah, I'll take some fries." And right. Then, exactly. You know, right when they say that, their dinner shows up. Right. They're an opportunist. <laughs> as soon as they know there's something free at hand, exactly. Yeah. They'll take it, even if they even if they have no appetite for it at all. Right. Just to have 100%. it. Hang on. Let, let, hang, 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 my way. hang on. Let me let me let me bleep this. <laughs> let, 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 let me bleep what I'm talking about. So I know exactly who you're talking about. So. Is, I knew it. Is, 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 is the master... I mean, anytime there's any options for anything that's free, he's like, why didn't you ask me if I wanted it? Oh, but yeah. th- didn't you already have one? Yeah, but maybe I want some more for later. Yeah. It, it's a- funny. The moment you said that, Abe, like, I, I think everyone gets an image in their head of someone they know. I yeah. Mean, I knew exactly who you were talking about. You already have two full beers, and it's like, uh, yeah, sure, give me another one. It's like, two's not yeah. enough? Yeah. Yeah. So you can't be out with four people, and then I could just say, "Hey, Sam and Ryan, do you guys want beers?" I have to at least open it up to the whole group, and that's the point where you have to say, "No, I have a full beer." Just like if you're out at dinner, if I if I went up to the counter and said, "Okay, hey guys, I'm gonna grab uh, I'm gonna grab a milk, or I'm gonna grab another, I'm gonna grab a hot dog." You guys want anything else? Uh yeah, grab me two hot dogs. But it's like you already have two in front of you. I mean, you're being polite. To the people who who really want something, not to sure. the people who have two hot dogs in front of them. And I think a, a good solution to that would be, I mean, for the person to say, not right now, but if that offer still stands in five minutes, then yeah. You know, I mean, that would be an, uh, that would be a more acceptable uh, answer rather than yeah, yeah but that's still annoying. It's beer. like, well, yeah, I, no, I, I, I but yeah, you're right, you're but right. It's 
That's more polite. When I'm out, if I have even half, I'll be like, no, I'm good. I still have half right here. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. I mean, how how desperately do you need something for free? Fuck. Yeah, I don't know. And then uh, finally, I was in the merchant. I work in the merchandise mart, and there's this little shitty convenience store inside, mm-hmm. and they sell you know magazines, chips, deodorant, whatever, whatever they sell. Convenient, uh, you know, candy yeah. stuff like that. And we I- understood you were a convenience store. <laughs> And I went, oh, that's true, base. I probably covered it. And I bought a bag of chips and and uh, a bottle of water. And when I went to pay, there was a white cup on the counter that said tips are appreciated. Oh, boy. Yeah, that, that's ridiculous. What? At what? a convenience store? Yes, yes. It was just sitting up <laughs> at the counter. And I've seen it before where these tip cups are that shouldn't even be around are sitting up at counters. And this this is by far the worst one I've ever seen. Okay, hearing the, that, I, I can tell you tips tips have jumped the shark. Hearing that, yep. I have been saying that since the first restaurant I've ever. Went. Yeah, base base didn't even want to base never wanted to tip uh, anyone ever. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're right, I, and I, I I think there's a a line. You know, it depends on what the person's like. At Starbucks, I don't mind throwing my if you know I have eighty five cents or even a, a dollar twenty five coming back. I feel like throwing the cup. That's fine. Whatever. Because the person's doing, you can see them physically doing something to prepare this. Yeah, not you. not the lady watching Judge Judy sitting behind a counter <laughs> who doesn't even make eye contact with you. Yeah, the lady. Yeah, exactly. That that absolutely, dude. Like she hands you a, an international phone card, so she gets seventy yeah. cents. And it's a real, it's yeah. a real hassle to get her even do that too. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, not what? that I ever bought a phone, but it's like this. Type of shit that hey, I uh, hey, can I pay? <laughs> <sighs> what? <sighs> what? No, no, I'm, I'm here at your store. I'm buying these Reese's cups. Can I be- <sighs> yeah, that breath. Like you don't you work here? Why are you here? <laughs> it's like it's like I went up to some guy who was looking at Men's Health magazine and said, "Hey, man, would you mind ringing me up?" No, you work here. Oh, uh, excuse me, sir. I, I I know you're checking the dates on milk because you're buying it for your wife. Would you mind not uh, going up front and ringing me out? Oh yeah, sure, bro. No problem. Don't worry about it. <sighs> That's when I hear that I want to punch people in the face. Ah, <sighs> uh, yeah. What? 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 Do you, what? And then how about this? You buy like five items, and they ring you up. You pay, then they just leave them laying limp on the counter. It's like, hey, can I have a bag? <laughs> like, why do you have to ask for a bag? That woman with the tip cup didn't give me a bag, and then I'm like. Uh, can I have a bag? Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, really? Oh, sorry. You know, I, I don't. I, I'm not just gonna carry a bunch of loose items on person. Like, what am I gonna put them under my armpits and stuff? Don't you have two hands and two armpits and two knees? You can't put two behind each knee, two behind in your armpits, and two in your elbows. Well, that person's not getting a tip. <laughs> All right, fellas, we'll wrap this one up. And oh, by the way, do you guys see John Cena? How he broke his nose, the yeah. wrestler. I, that was crazy. I that, that was gross. Yeah, he breaks his nose, then he continues to wrestle, and every move seemed like it was around his face. <laughs> like why? He, he was wrestling Seth Rollins. Like, wouldn't, if you're Seth Rollins, wouldn't you stay away from the face? 
after that happened, it seemed like every move he was doing, he's putting John Cena's head in his crotch. Doing like it's crazy. Like if I was wrestling, yeah, I'd be pissed yeah. off at him if that happened. Yeah, I'd be like, "Hey, just work my legs." Work, work. Right, right. Hey, brother, I'm working the leg tonight. You know, wrestlers used to say that they'd get mad. Like, well, no, hang on, brother, I'm working the right leg tonight. You're gonna have to work the right <laughs> arm. You can't work the right leg in your match. They used to do that. Brett, actually, yeah. I saw a thing where Bret Hart was mad because he's like, "I can't believe that he's also working the right leg. I'm working the right leg tonight." That's the way wrestling used to be. You, 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 you would work one part of the body. You'd do like a bunch of elbow drops on it. You'd kick the leg. You'd put it up on the ropes and do that crotch thing into the leg. You would, uh, you'd put him in some kind of... Bret Hart, they would do like, you'd do like 10 of those. Like, I'll stand up, I'll elbow his knee, I'll get right yeah, back up and spin around it. And yeah. keep doing that for 10 <laughs> yeah. minutes. Yeah, I'm, I'll wear out the right leg tonight. That's what I'm yeah. like, yeah. like, Brett, he recorded it. That's he like fast forwarded it to like his tenth morning. Like, all right, I think he's almost done. You go in the <laughs> locker room. Brett, Brett Hart is holding Coco Beware's T-shirt. You know how like Ryan, you're going to explain that where you like hold hold the collars up on the T-shirt, like you have them in the corner and you're holding them. Like <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Like Sam, you know how my, I think you're saying what you're saying is like you know if you're kind of holding somebody like close to the neck and like yelling at them. You kind of grab the um, the collar of their shirt with both hands and get in their face. That's hilarious. Yeah, like for her, he's in the back. He's like, "I'm the one working the right leg today." I'm sorry, baby. I'm sorry, baby. I didn't mean to do it, man. I didn't know you were working the right leg. I told you, eh? I told you I was working the right leg, eh? I already told you this, eh? All right, right, fellas, we'll wrap it up on that. Very good. Talk to you next week. Hey, Ryan, I'll see you in Los Angeles. Oh, that's right. Next oh, week, wait. buddy. Oh, wait. Right. No, we have another podcast before that, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. All right, later. All right, fellas. Peace. Peace.